Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. I do. I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. And then it comes to slumber party. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, <laughs> So we, we have a, a special guest. Well, our Chatter Chick is, is running a tad bit behind, but it's fine. She's going to jump in as she does, and she's going to take in, take on as she does. Uh, the way that she does. So we'll be waiting for her to come in. But we do have a special guest today, uh, Jessica Gurley, who is a licensed therapist. You may have been on her couch a couple of times. Not you, Jerry, that's your business. But just in case you're watching on YouTube or listening on Urban Media Today Radio via Live 365 and tune in, you may know who we're talking about. So we're going to talk about drama, drama, trauma. So before we get into the show, uh, I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm your millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, and of course, the Chatter Chick will be joining us shortly, and so will the Therapist Chick. I, she was on the show before, and I can't remember what we mm-hmm. called her before. Did we call her the Therapist Chick? I can't I remember. I want to say, I feel like we did call her that. I, I okay. want to say we did. <laughs> well, she'll she'll be able to she'll be able to to let us know. Uh, first things first, you know, we got to cover the hot topics. So, mm-hmm. did you hear, Mister Potato Head? Oh, I'm sorry, Potato Head. We cannot call him Mister potato head because according to cbs news and other reports toy makers Uh have been making some changes and updating their classic brands to appeal to kids today i don't think it's just kids i honestly don't feel it's just kids i think it's other people um yeah barbie is no longer just a blonde so she has different hair color now okay i saw that coming i seen that coming um thomas the tank engine has now now has more girl characters okay 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 um i'm like okay and um what else yeah an american girl will have boy dolls so american boys but wasn't american but wasn't american girl made because there were so many boy dolls Mm -hmm. there was it was a lot of boy dolls and thinking about the Barbie dolls, you said that they said if she would no longer be blonde. Um, they've been trying to like diversify, you know, Barbie dolls, like having, you know, as far as like uh, different cultural, cultures and backgrounds and, you know, hairstyles and things like that. So I'm not surprised with the Barbie. And in this day, you know, in this era right now with so many changes and things going on and in this world and so many things being accepted uh, more so now than it has before, we're open to change and we're open to diversity. So it's, I, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm good with it. It's a toy. Hey, Chatter Chick. Girlie, hey, what's Chatter that? Chick. I told hey, you girl. she was gonna, I told you she was gonna come in at the exact time. I said it, Say didn't that. I? I said it. For I what? said exact she's gonna time. come in to, to hear about Potato Head, not Mr. Potato Head. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not, Potato Head. He's now Potato Head. And so they're making us. Mr. Out, though. That's, I don't know. Who? He's a, it's a toy. It's, a it's toy. not a living thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, so you're wrong when you put a gender to something. Like, I mean, it's okay for something to be Mister, something to be mm-hmm. Missus, something to be. So, I mean, yeah, I don't get changing Mister Potato Head. <laughs> you sound up. I don't understand. I don't. It's a toy because when you take the pieces off, he is just a potato. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You take the but mustache off. It doesn't. I'm sorry, I'm moving here. Kind of. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, 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 yeah, this doesn't make any sense to me. And then, like Mrs. Potato Head, I mean, yeah, baby. Aren't they married? Head. We're not encouraging marriage anymore. Yeah, they're they weren't married. They were living together. So why was she Mrs. Then? Uh, well, I mm. think she was somebody else's. You better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they had it. somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, it was somebody else's Mrs. You're and they funny. had. They you need to stop together. it. You I, I think that's how it. the story went. I ain't make that up, but I oh my, I'm just moving around. I'm sorry. I believe that's how the story had gone. You need to quit it. She, she was to not somebody, somebody else. else's missus. Snuck in on his DM. So boo boo boo. <laughs> and they got a family situation and something going on. You didn't gave her a situationship. You didn't put her in a, an entanglement. You didn't yeah, she's a potato head in an entanglement. And she's gonna become a basketball wife and all this. No, she's mm-hmm. gonna come, she's gonna become some damn hash browns. She's gonna keep yeah. playing. <laughs> they got some tater tots. <laughs> they got tater tots. That doesn't make any sense to me. They're 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 just toys. Are we being yeah. overly sensitive with this thing? Like, what's going on? Our therapist chick just checked in, so we'll we'll check with her in a second. Jessica Gurley is checking in, but does this does this mean that people are just way too sensitive? Could be. We're talking about damn toys. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about this, Jessica Gurley? Thank you for coming to the show. Hey, honey. Hey, sugar. Did you did you hear about the potatoes? Not even Mr. Potato, because we can't call him Mr. Po- Did you hear about the potatoes? We can't call him Mr. Potato Head anymore. We got to call him Potato Head. The whole family changed. The whole family. We can't say spuds. We just. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Barbie. Barbie's not a blonde anymore. Now she didn't got several wigs. What? Uh, the yeah. tank well, engine now has girl characters. Mm-hmm. And the Amer and the American Girl brand, they now have boy dolls. I was saying to Jerry, the Does reason he have why a they penis ha- though. I would hope so. If you're going to teach a little boy something, <laughs> teach him right. Right. Yeah, like don't but just cut them off. Ever do? At least give yeah. him the little thing that Ken had, the little you know, the indention thing. <laughs> yeah. The little indention thing. So anyway, okay. let's just be politically correct and just refer to him as Potato Head. I just want to thank this generation for taking away my entire pastime. I have <laughs> no past. I have no history. The projects are gone thanks to gentrification. Now I can't look at a blonde head, blue eyed Barbie doll. And I can't mm-hmm. call Mr. Potato Head. Even when you take all his body parts off of him, you can st- you still cannot call him Mr. Potato Head. He's Potato Head. Oh, okay. we can't. Just <laughs> t- I'm telling you, watch. Operation is only going to be a head. Right. Is this going to be, mm-hmm. you know, somebody going to be like, I don't think it's nice to have a naked man with his body parts exposed. Yeah, and you can't do his funny be... bone in the bread box. I still got that game. We play that. But it uh-huh. is so much fun with a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, you, <laughs> you got to be careful when you talk about a rose now because <laughs> of the whole I rose. Know, I know, I know. Talk I about a rose. There's a rose sex toy now, so all the guys was confused. Like, why is these girls going crazy over roses? <laughs> I've never heard of it. Somebody needs to school the older ladies here. We have old oh, ears, yeah. remember, Jerry? So y'all tell us what's... <laughs> <old> ears. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a rose sex toy that came out for this Valentine's Day, and it can... can I don't know what I can say on here, but it can do a lot hey, of girl, things. we grown. Uh, Wait. So, oh, so is it like a vibrating toy? No, it, it can do women's or oral on women, and it can also suck. It has a suction for the oh. booty. For the boobies. <laughs> oh, Kiki, Kiki looking it up. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I heard some things about yeah, that. Yeah, that's thing. too much. That's too much. Like, come that's on. Has the human has the human race become so damn boring? Yeah, <laughs> this is what yeah. we're this we're so boring. Like, you know what? I'm just gonna get me some AAA, AA, D batteries and just call it a night. And I'm a Netflix yeah, chill. Stuff. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what's nice nowadays. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is these are toys. These are toys. I did see um on someone's live, uh, they were having a sex toy party, and it was this. Do you remember Hungry Hungry? Was mm-hmm. a hungry, hungry hippo, and you would mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that, but it right. was this. Yes. Uh, I don't know what the goal was. I don't know what the goal was. I did not want to know. I clicked off. I clicked off. I didn't want to be yeah. part. I didn't. I wanted no parts. But I was like, wow, we're really boring as a human race. We are so boring that we are just we're we're doing other things with our time now. Um, another thing. So Jessica's in. She's been on the show before. She's a friend to the show. So you do know our first half. Um, we talk about the the hot topics. Um, mm-hmm. And so we talked about potato head. Now the now we're gonna kind of switch gears to something serious. This was a hot topic where a former um, NYPD officer claimed there was some involvement, FBI involvement in the murder of Malcolm X. Um, new mm-hmm. allegations surrounding his death surfaced in a letter written by a former police officer of the NYPD on his deathbed. He told his nephew or a family relative, don't read this until after I die. Wow. That's nothing new. I mean, that's but always it, been. But a we knew that it's been the yeah. speculation. And it, there was even a documentary on Netflix on who killed Malcolm X. And it was a, yeah. allegedly a Muslim. And the Muslim mm-hmm. uh, member uh, passed away. And so people in that community was like, yeah, we kind of knew it, but we weren't going to mm-hmm. say nothing. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why this is news. And I mean, and what happens now if that's the case? Like, so well, not he's so, gone, but he's dead. You know, Malcolm X you know, is gone. It's officer is gone. And yeah. you know, like who you can't you can't like arrest his whoever his family or anything or anything. You know, yeah, you can't it is what it is. They did a poor job of um investigating his murder. So mm-hmm. now it's like and then people knew and so that's it. Like I, no one's surprised because yeah. they kind of knew that there was a conspiracy. Like even with all the assassinations with King, you know, Kennedy, all mm-hmm. of them were mm-hmm. conspiracies and and all of them had to me 
something to do with FBI and government and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because yep, back then sure. they they were too strong and they had a lot of information. So yep. they couldn't be they regulated. They received orders from J. Edgar Hoover, who's gone. Uh-huh. J. Edgar Hoover has some And he issues. didn't leave anything on his deathbed. He didn't say, oh, he if I die, nothing. say this. He's like, I died. I think I'm the man. Deuces Bye. out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, to bring it up, it's something to talk about. I don't think it changes anything. It is, you know, it's sad that the the uh, Malcolm X's family, his daughters, have to hear this news, and they're still, their father was still murdered, Mm -hmm. and people knew this. This man knew this fifty years. Mm -hmm. What was it? Fifty years? Was it fifty years? Yeah, I'm sorry. Fifty years years, uh, since he died. So you held this in. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you held this in. You held this in. Uh So okay, so that's that was a news story. I just wanted to get you uh, guys up on that one, and we're gonna talk about drama, drama, trauma, which all three of these have to do with this story. I knew Mm -hmm. this was coming. I should have put money on. I knew I could have made some money on this breakup. Safari and Erica Mena. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna hang up. I'll be back. Mm, no, we need you. <laughs> so if you watch, if you watch Love and Hip Hop or any type of, <laughs> no, I really no, girl. Wow. Yeah. So they got married, um, and then mm-hmm. they ended up having a child. But they, you could tell that some things were rocky because I think that in one of the reunions. He had mentioned that he didn't want her to get pregnant again because she had gotten fat. She okay. revealed that and he was just like, yo, but I knew that my blind auntie knew and saw yeah. for, with her own <laughs> blind eyes that their right, relationship right. was not going to work out because she's toxic. And yeah. so is he. Like it was a little too, yeah, I just feel like it was a little too staged or whatever you know what i mean i mean they like, did it for the coins i believe they, they did, did it for, for yeah the, yeah they did it for the coins i can't believe it anyways when they were starting dating and they were talking about three engaged and then married with a baby and then i thought oh maybe it'll work but i don't know, She's, I, don't know. I think i don't want to say that not with a therapist on the show i don't want to say she crazy <laughs> but she <laughs> is crazy <laughs> <laughs> and so he he has issues too because you know they're all about I mean, yeah but they love mm. those two love being on television that's why they right. signed up for the show so everything that they did was theatrical their whole down to their mm-hmm. whole wedding and how they met you know it's not like right, they didn't they know about each other right. and their whole relationships now i do watch that ratchet part of the television i watch i watch love and hip-hop so she right. has she has gone through several cast members and so has he, you know? So, so when they got together, it was like no surprise that they were trying to keep their longevity on TV. So mm-hmm. they were like, let's just do this. Let's just make it more exciting. Cause that's the way they both are. Cause this dude was like a dude that wore a fur coat, like in May. He was so you know? like extra. <laughs> yeah, he's like over extra. And then, you know, after she tried yeah after she tried everybody you know on the show male wise she went to a female and you know she was with the one lady sin and then sin moved on to joe but you know they did all their, their things so they all mix around each other to see who they can do. get they the do. best ratings and stay on and get the most likes and all that silly childish stuff so I, you know they just made a baby just to make a baby they don't have a problem with that that's sad that's sad to say yeah. if if that's the case i, I, I 
over a year of marriage. Like, they weren't even married that long, you know? Like, how do you know that you're done with someone after a year and a half long of marriage? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you really didn't want to be with them. We, Mm -hmm. right. Right. Mm -hmm. When you look at them and be like, So why even go through that? Like the whole, you know what I mean? Like I hope he got a nut allergy. Do you remember um what's her name from Black Ink Crew? Um, what's her name that was supposed to get married? Duchess. She came out and did a whole interview and said they will try to pay you to get married. Yep, that's right. Vacation. She said they offered her like thirty thousand to marry C's, and she was like, "No, I'm not marrying somebody just to marry them." So yeah, yeah I mean, they do that. that. That's like uh, I'm not surprised. They're sending Mona the wrong Scott. message. It's mm-hmm. Mona Scott Young. She was she was the one who created that, and I love Mona. I think I mean her whole story and everything is great. But when she does these reality shows, she really does. Like she gets people on it. Like she got Tamar on there, you know, and and it would. She to me from the first show, she got her on there like as the premise that Tamar, this show is going to heal you. This is going to tell your story. You're going to be healed. Knowing that Tamar has some issues that this show was just it just exacerbated. It didn't make anything any better for her. It was worse for Tamar. But guess what? Mona That's Scott what they got do. Some coins, and Mona Scott got, got, got coins. coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got coins. you know. So do you think that these these talk these TV shows? send the wrong message about what a relationship is supposed to be and that toxic toxic and abuse is sexy toxic and you know Mm -hmm. uh, these types of relationships are are bad are are bad Mm -hmm. but they're looking at it and they're putting makeup on it and lashes on it and wigs on it and making it look good Mm -hmm. so you know Mm -hmm. as a, as a, a licensed therapist you know, how do you look at these things? And then how do you tell your clients who kind of want these, you know, they say relationship goals, that mm-hmm. they say, you know, in on these reality shows, you know, how do you tell your therapist like, boo-boo, that they, they say cut. Yeah. That's a rapper. Let's do that again. You know what I mean? Right. Until they get to that point that they're not I mean, they can not, you know, internalize these things. If I see if they have like perception issues and internalizing things, you know, I will tell them not to watch it. Like, just don't stop watching it. That's not your reality. I mean, just stop watching because people really do have issues with um, not not being able to watch things for just purely entertainment. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. really start to internalize it. Literally, I was just on a live the other day and the girl was saying, I had to stop watching it because I really started to believe men was like that. It contributed to my limiting um, thoughts about men. You know, I thought men, all men cheated and all these other things because one thing that it will do, it will bring this confirmation to you that you didn't even ask for so mm-hmm. you're back in the day used to say all men cheat and then you see the show that's confirmation for you you'll start to internalize like that's really what happens and it's not true mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of men out here there's a lot of men who want exactly what women want and so if you don't if you can't look at something for purely entertainment you shouldn't even be watching it because that is yeah they call it reality TV, but it's just not reality it's not, it's not reality yeah they get paid for that stuff mm-hmm. I remember one of the cast members on Love and Hip Hop had said, like, obviously we all know this, but they pay them, they, you know, they, the producers mm-hmm. initiate like fights between them. 
Um, yeah. Like, uh, you start this argument with this her, and you, you start fighting, and like you said, it's like cut. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a movie. You know what I mean? Like, so it, that's not real. I never really looked at reality TV stars as like relationship goals. You know, I never did because it's all fake. It's all for entertainment. You know what I mean? Like we want to see how long they're going to be together. If they if they are going to get married and have kids and all right, they're going to break up in a year or so. Boom, next person. You know what I mean? So like it's 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 not real. You know what I mean? I, I never looked at it like that. The people can like when differentiate between the two. I like when LaShawn talks about the reality shows and and uh, how we're supposed to believe that the person that came to their house, they're surprised that they showed up. And it's like, that's funny because I love that. The camera I guys on that. this side and right. that side. Girl, what are you so doing here? <laughs> you don't see that cameraman right there? Oh, that's so funny. But, but how we as people get so, we're so engaged in it. We're just, we're looking at, we're like, She's going to throw a drink. She's going to throw a drink. Mm-hmm. Like my thing is, oh, yeah. and we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about triggers because these are definitely triggers. Right. Um, these are definitely triggers, but we're going to, you know, the whole thing with um, the Atlanta housewives and this whole uh, stripper situation. So, oh my so, goodness. So it's a, a storyline. So they're sleeping. They were sleeping with the stripper. So they heard oh, bones okay. in the other room. So, yeah, but so what? You already ratchet. Me. You already gonna... ratchet. You already nasty. You still getting a check, whether we think about it or not. Mm-hmm. So, but if one of them said, "Yes, I slept with a stripper," okay, next. Nobody wants not, to hear from her, but everybody. None wants of to them hear girls her. care about that. When you they deny it, that's when they want more because right. you're yeah. denying it. But if you just came up with it and just said, "Yes, I did it." Nobody wants to hear the story. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not a leading story anymore. So what? People do it all the time. That's why some people Wait, strip. Which strip they get late. Oh my God. <laughs> well, let me just clutch my clutch. So they my, can get um, late. You ain't got no pearls, pearls right girl. here. You ain't clutching that. Let me, let me just clutch them. You ain't got and, no pearls. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a prude right here. I just don't like the fact, like they do this on TV and this is this. But these are women with children and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. were doing some pretty raunchy things. You don't mm-hmm. think your kids are ever going to see that? And mm-hmm. then you're going to try to discipline them for the ratchet stuff that you did. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you explain that? So, mm, uh, you know how they explain it? They pay you want for a Birkin bag. You want a Birkin bag? Yeah. How much mm-hmm. is a Birkin bag? Let me. The trade off. Your morals for you, if the trade off to me yeah. is a little too nobody much. cares about morals it's, anymore. I know, I think I know. one day morals will make a comeback. I think one uh, day it needs to make a comeback. And, and just with us, back, it'll come back, yeah, right. with us. And, and getting back to like that 30 minutes and how people think reality is reality, you know, I watch HGTV, and after I watch the Home and Garden channel, you want to build a house. I think I can build a deck in 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I can build a deck in 30 minutes. minutes. (laughs) Not only that, I can paint shutters and probably put on a roof in about an hour. Oh, girl, watch first 48. Girl, watch first 48. I can solve crimes. I can can interrogate witnesses. Girl, shoot. (laughs) My reality was way out there. I am Detective Brown. Detective Brown. Where were you on the night 
of December nineteenth. With her, but really the mm-hmm. phone records is suggested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we always we always know we are football coaches. We know how mm-hmm. to coach a football team better. We know how to manage somebody's relationship better. Shoot, mm-hmm. we could do uh, Jessica's job if we watched her on YouTube long enough. We know how to do. It. Shit, people know mm-hmm. how to. People go to YouTube to go to school. They learn mm-hmm. how to take pictures. They take you go to YouTube University and take classes. This this reality Mm -hmm. thing people have that reality is so not reality. It's not reality. Try not. If you want to, if you want to think reality, try to build a deck. You can't. (laughs) This life that that (laughs) these people are living, this is not your life. You can't. You can't Mm -hmm. live this life. Nobody. I get to see Sean now. She be like, you know what? Looking at Home Depot. (laughs) Home Depot. I did. I did. I did uh, that fence that's in my backyard. Do you know the big tall one? When you no. come in, it's an eight by eight. I, I did that been out off there of YouTube. In the daytime. I wasn't there in the daytime. Uh, well, I did that off a of YouTube channel. Good for you. It took me like three weeks. <laughs> Good for you. That does not sound like 30 minutes. That wasn't 30 minutes. That was three weeks watching YouTube all day. All right, so so we had to recap on some ratchet realities, the drama, drama, trauma, the drama begins. And this is Jessica, We you may have to pro bono this uh, therapy session because we're gonna talk some sad news, uh, the one year anniversary of Ahmaud Arbery. Um, mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk more about his story in just a sec, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, it's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. Jessica Gurley joins us, hang tight. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Say what's happening. We say the facts and they lie. We coming back with them. They might Podcast, Urban Media Today. Jessica Gurley joins us. The Chatter Chick is with us. Mm, I made just, it. Yes, yeah, she made it. She made, She wasn't going to mess. You wasn't going to mess this, bro. You wasn't going to mess Ooh, us. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Let me just no. tell you, if you are watching, we, we record uh, every Thursday live on YouTube. Uh, and then the show, the audio uh, is made available on streaming apps. And we'll tell you what streaming apps uh, at the end of the show, once Jerry mm-hmm. stops yawning. So uh, <laughs> the chatter chick, the chatter chick, just she brings the funny. She so won't, quiet. she ain't watched TV for a month and Sunday, a month and a few Sundays. Don't know what's going on, but we'll give her two, 2.2 cents. Mm-hmm. 2.2 two point two. and it will be hella funny. So I, this this subject right here though will not be funny. Um, and Jessica Gurley, who is a licensed uh, social, not social worker, a licensed therapist. I don't want to say, girl, last time you was on, I had to make sure it was right. I had to make sure it was right, you know, because there is a difference, right? There is a difference, but because not all licensed social workers practice therapy. Okay. Um, so it's because I am a licensed yeah. social worker, but you can become a licensed therapist as a licensed social worker. Okay. See, the more you know, let's just bring that (laughs) rainbow across the screen. So a year ago, February 23rd, um, a former police officer and his son Mm -hmm. and their neighbor 
in Georgia thought Ahmaud Arbery was an intruder. And they had conversation and said, we're going to sit in the truck and we're going to pin him. It was a guy who was going around in vacant houses, looking in vacant houses. And we, think it's this, and we think it's this guy. So when he comes around a corner, I'm just, you know, creating the, the scenario here. So when he comes around the corner, we're going to get him. And so-and-so is going to get it on his phone. We're going to get it all on, on video. And Ahmad Arbery is jogging and they jump out. The two, well, one jumps out and, you know, startles him and he has a gun and the other one is in the back of the truck and um, Ahmad, you know, there's a, there's a scuffle and Ahmad Arbery is shot. Um, now, we didn't know that this incident happened until May yeah. of 2020, May 5th, uh -huh. to be exact. Um, this man was shot with a shotgun. So not only are we shocked, but now as a black community, we're pissed off because once again, an unarmed black man's life is taken by a Mine white man, a former police officer, or even a police officer in some cases, right? Um, police interviewed all three men immediately after Aubrey was killed. They were allowed to walk free. Well, once the news hit, mm -hmm. And Black mm -hmm. Lives Matter took place. That's when it was like, you know what? Let me, I think we should just arrest these guys. I think we should arrest them. So since then they've been in jail, but they have not seen a, a court case. They have not, you know, they've not seen a judge. They could blame it on the pandemic. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. They're still awaiting trial. After Amar Ahmad's death was made public, during that time, we witnessed two more, maybe more deaths, um, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, sparking outrage and the Black Lives Matter movement grow stronger. Protests from every uh, state across the country, even uh, in other countries, P folks are just pissed off that this is happening. This is, this is becoming a trend that needs to stop. This has been happening since lynchings. Okay, um, the DA and the police department have also failed Elijah McClain, mm -hmm. who was a black man killed by a police officer in Colorado. Someone has had reported suspicious activity, and the police showed up. This man said, you know, he's afraid, he's talking to police and gunned down in the street. So not only is this trauma, but with the past incidences, now it's left this community with PTSD. Mm -hmm. And we're walking around on eggshells. Not only are we walking around on eggshells, the police are walking around on eggshells. So any little thing, mm -hmm. you're scared you're going to get shot, you know? Mm -hmm. How do we deal with this, Jessica? This was a lot. And this were just, just a handful of people. And there's more than that. Yeah. If you're in Pittsburgh and you're in East Liberty and there's a fence, um, I don't know if that's Penn Avenue between Penn and uh, Cent, I can't remember, Washington Boulevard or something like that. There's a fence yeah, that says, say their names. It's and Center Avenue. It's Penn and Center and, and all their names. And that's not even all of them. 
Right, right. You know, and there's constant reminders every day. How do we deal with this type of trauma and PTSD? Mm -hmm. First, I would say don't watch it every day, like as much as possible. And I'm not trying to blame the victims because Black people are victims. Let's be, you know, correct in saying that. I've always wanted to tell people like the whole playing a victim is like not a real thing. We are victims, first of all, but nobody said that means that we continuously just, you know, be victims and fall down and don't do anything about it. That doesn't mean we're weak or anything, but we are victims. So first I want you to just turn off your TV. You're aware, you know what's happening, but you are gonna get PTSD if you continue to watch it. It's not, it was never meant for us to watch somebody be murdered on our screens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was never the point of social media and all these other things. It just became a thing. So the more you watch it, the more you, the more you feel like it's in your space. It's right next Mm -hmm. to you. It's so close to you. It's so close to your family and your children. And I get that. But if you think about, you know, statistically and just on average, you know, people are not getting gunned down like every single day in your exact neighborhood, your backyard. Like some people really feel like this is happening in their backyards and they really need to turn it off and pinch themselves. And I know people used to, you know, say I need to pinch myself, but that's a real thing. Like tapping therapy and all those things, that's a real thing because people really can start to jump out of their own skin and not be in reality because of these things. That's, you know, that's a symptom of PTSD, just you know, having these daydreams and, and thinking about these things and hallucinating and things like that and not being in reality. So you really need to turn the TV off, ground yourself and remember where you are. And with grounding, it just makes you feel one with the earth and, and remind you that you are in your own skin. You Those things are not happening to you right now at this moment. And you mm-hmm. need that. Even without, you know, those situations, it's good for you to do that. I was just telling a client, you know, grounding and meditation, it helps you get one with yourself again, because you start to, even with this pandemic, a lot of people say, I just feel like I'm walking around in a cloud. I don't know Mm. what's going on. I don't know what's real and what's fake. And it's so important for us to get back to ourselves and be one with ourselves, because Mm. as we're walking around through this world and through this life, there's constant messages coming to us. There's constantly people trying to promote to us and, and, and tell us who we are. And you need to get back to remembering who you are, what's your calling, you know, and, and remember, you know, your family. There's so many people that loves you and needs you because we're also starting to uh, focus, on, focus on the negative and the things that are happening to us versus the, all the good things we have going on for ourselves. Um, and I don't want us to get to the point we're so hopeless, we forget all the things that are happening that are good. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so important. You just take some time and step away. Is there a difference with the trauma that's associated with unarmed Black men who lose their lives over a white assailant, a white gunman, versus a young Black man or woman who loses their life over this uh, person that's in there within their own community? The Pittsburgh community just recently lost an Mm -hmm. 18-year-old boy um, at the hands of a 45-year-old Black man. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that hit close to home me i i knew the mother i knew the son so it it's kind of difficult not to think you know what i'm saying it's difficult to kind of turn that off because you know with the with the amar arbery with the with the george floyd and the brianna taylors you know there is no personal connection because these incidents happen in other states but now mm-hmm. when these things happen 
in our own community at a place where we frequent, how do you, how do you turn that off? Right. You know what I'm saying? And turn it off and don't think about it. I'm saying feel all those emotions that you're, you're feeling like, don't suppress it at all, you know, turn it off and cry and, and, and be mad and be angry. You know, I would, your feelings are absolutely valid, whatever you do. Um, and maybe try to find some way to channel that in a different way. And some people, you know, they do go on social media and they express how they feel. And that is perfectly fine as well. But then when you feel yourself taking it out on yourself, some people, you know, mm-hmm. start to take it out on themselves and they start to, you know, take it out on other people. And then yeah. they, it's to interfere you know, when things become a diagnosis or a disorder is when it starts to interfere with your everyday life, the yeah. everyday in which you would function normally. And so that's what I don't want it to do, you know, because, you know, people are starting to go into different in spaces and thinking like, oh, this is going to happen to me. Like if you typically go to work and you don't feel like you're going to get, you know, shot or gunned down by somebody, but you, you start to feel that way after watching all of these videos and things like that, that's when it's a problem. So that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Like if you start to see yourself not being in reality and constantly think about these things, it might be time to turn it off and, and be with yourself and feel those emotions or, or find somebody that, you know, you trust that you can vent to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can start to move towards a little bit more healing so it doesn't impact your children and your family and you're just mm. every day. Um, your feelings, all, all the feelings and all the things I see um, is definitely valid. And I don't blame people who go on social media and say, I'm angry, I'm mad at this, I'm mad at that. But there is a difference when paid servants of you know the community um, mm-hmm. gun down one of our people versus somebody within a community. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think the huge difference is, you know, it was meant to be this way. Like, you know, white supremacy and racism, all this, all that was, they, they created this for us. Like this is, yep. we were never born angry. You know, black people have to remember, like we were not born this way and we start to internalize white supremacy. We have to recognize the white supremacy in us. A lot of us have it in us. And this is why they go on posts and say, well, this is this and this is that. You have to understand this was all created and it's working. Yep. Uh-huh. And so that's, that's the big difference, you know what I mean? And internalized um, white supremacy also happens in white people too. Like even if they're not currently like racist and seeking people out to kill them, they have some they have some biases too that make them kill our our, our people um, faster than they would do a white person. You see these videos where they're they're not trying to shoot them or hurt them at all. You've seen it at the Capitol, right? There's all these people, like clearly with guns, charging the Capitol. Nobody was hurt. You know, yep. the, uh, the people that passed away it was a heart attack. What somebody got smashed to death, um, but nothing was done by the authorities. Um, right. And it's, it's literally because they were taught you can't you can't hurt those people of that color because that might be somebody's po- politician's son. That can be somebody um, elitist family member, and that's what they have internalized, but if it's black, we're disposable. And so the other reason why I want people to stop watching those things, because you still, you can't really internalize and start to feel work, you know, worthless. You know, I had people who were like, I just feel like I'm not cared about, like nobody cares about me. Um, I'm disposable. You know, as a black person, I feel disposable. And when you start to have those feelings, it's important to really talk it out and realize, you know, those are situations, like there's millions of people on this planet and those are five 
different situation that we were seeing over and over and over again. But there is, you have your own family that loves you to death and love you dearly. Um, and for those people that don't love you, forget them. You know, they don't pay your bills. They don't take care of your family. They're not, they're not your happiness. None of that. And so that's why I'm saying, like, just take some time for yourself. I completely understand. Look, I be living. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I really think for myself because I am a therapist. I don't want, I can't help the community if I'm there mad with y'all, you know, sometimes. Like, so I, I filter through my therapist and, you know, some other people. But I be livid. This stuff mm-hmm. really bothers me, especially so, because I know the history behind it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, LaShawn has a nephew uh jerry has a brother she has cousins and nephews or nieces or young family members i have a son and young nephews and you know it 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 sparks up conversation and we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. the triggers um in the next half but um i mean in the final 20 so what is that what can that conversation be like because with instances like uh amar and george and brianna um What's that conversation? Did conversations change? It seems like it changes a lot. Sometimes in some stories, you think, damn, did they not have the conversation? Why are Mm -hmm. we talking back to the police? Why are we running from the police? So the conversations change a lot. So Mm -hmm. is there a general conversation that I can have with my son? Sean can have with her nephew. Jerry can have with her brother and, and, and male family members. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what conversation, these conversations change. Yeah. Is it healthy to have different conversations or do you have a generalized conversation? Are you talking about, cause I know there's like some talk about people should t- teach the police with, you know, respect and not say things back or not question right. them. Here, like, anything protocol, yeah. know your, know your laws. Like what should that what should that conversation be? Are you adding more trauma to your loved one when you say, you know, you're supposed to tell them I have rights. Uh, you need right. a warrant to search my car. Are you right. adding to the problem? You know, what 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 type of conversation should we have as young mothers, women, men in the family that have to give these speeches or give these talks to our young men? I think you should absolutely make sure that they know their rights because as soon as somebody believes you have class or status, like an upper class or status, they, they tone change. And I went through that situation. You know, I have been a victim of the police, you know, hurting me and a family member of mine a long time ago, you know, pushing us up against the car because they thought we were a part of uh, some fight that was going on and things like that, calling us the N-word, bees and all that other stuff. So I know exactly what it's like to have those inner encounters with the police. But as soon as they know, like, you're attached to something or you know your rights, their attitude does change. So I, I think people should absolutely know their rights. You mm-hmm. should have that conversation about what they are, you know, what they're allowed to, to do and what they're not allowed to do. Um, I think that's important. Um, I, I can't speak beyond that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Professionally, but I think it's just important that people know their rights because in any situation, self-advocacy is just so important, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of the situation you're in. Jerry, I just think it's, I think it sucks the fact that we have to have a narrative when we talk to the police. Our dialogue right. has to be different when we talk to them. But if we have white friends 
you know, we've, we've seen them be disrespectful to them oh. and get away with it. And we, we got to say, yes, sir. No, sir. No. And still get beaten, shot, stabbed, whatever. And it, it just, it just sucks to even know your rights and someone still violates them, even absolutely. if they know that yep. you know to your rights. It's like, you what conversation mm-hmm. did you have? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 sometimes I, I shudder to think doesn't even make a difference having the conversation yeah. with your child. Say it's that. like, mm-hmm. just, just, if you know that you didn't do anything wrong, then you just keep moving. I, I, mm-hmm. you have, we have to have the conversation, but it sucks that we have to do it. But the it's, conversation right. changes yeah. when you're ta- like, these are two different subjects. This is, you know, you have, a, you have to have, and it is sad, LaShawn, you're absolutely right. You have to have these conversations. It makes no sense that you cannot be yourself around the company of a police officer. You can't be yourself around the company of a member in your own community. How do you right. handle these situations and what type of conversations jerry i mean what do you say to your brother what do you say to your male family members or your 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 Mm -hmm. friends who have to go out and work late or if they're going to a party what do you say Mm -hmm. um one thing that had worried me my brother's in north carolina right now and uh something had happened with his car had got towed and a police officer was there and my brother has a gun and he's licensed to carry. And um, I say, do you keep your gun in the glove compartment? He's like, yeah. And it made me think of the guy who got killed, um, who was, it was a Philando Castro, mm-hmm. was that him? Mm-hmm. who uh, was licensed, keeps his, uh, you know, gun in the glove compartment and they, see, still, they, got shoot, shot. they still got shot mm-hmm. and killed. So that, scares me you know what I mean and my yeah. brother is not a threat to society at all you know and I'm not just saying that because he's my brother he's not out in the streets or nothing like that he's trying to make a life for himself so that scares me when he whenever he's riding around he gets pulled over and they say you know like he's a registration he goes in the glove compartment oh there's a gun and you know that may be the last time he ever sees somebody again so it's like yeah we have these conversations be careful be respectful because my mom always told us that you know pull over uh you know ask what you're being pulled over for if they don't tell you yes sir no uh no sir we do all of that we still get killed you know and we, and we again like LaShawn said things. you have to change your who you are your personality the way you speak right. the way you articulate everything because of this authoritative figure that could take abuse of mm-hmm. their authority mm-hmm. but you have to be more than yourself just to just to live out that situation. Yeah. And sometimes you know it's an Go ahead. Uh, Jessica. The, police, the police started as slave catchers, right? And so that's why right. you wow. Know, generationally, you know, that's why we were told to say yes, sir, and no ma'am. But I'm not saying you even have to say that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying you should probably definitely know your rights. And and once they start mm-hmm. talking, you know, and saying things that's not within the law, then you can definitely correct them. But you don't got to do that no sir, no ma'am. You know, you don't have to take it that far, you know, because some mm-hmm. of them, they they definitely do be tripping. They power trip. And um, I just would say read the situation, read the situation because, um, you know, it, it could be a situation where they're not even like that. And sometimes that gets taken out of context and people go overboard, you know, mm-hmm. but I would say record as much as possible. 
um, know your rights. Um, but like you said, even knowing those things and even being polite, people still, you know, get hurt in those situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, um, real solution, like black and white solution to the problem, honestly, right. is us continue to keep our foot on their necks and keep fighting for our rights, making sure these people, I really think we really need to fight for the, um, what is it called? The directory of like bad behavior that they're trying to get. Cause these police officers, they go from state to state in different places, right. different um, places, and they still get a job. And so yeah, yeah. right now is to have a directory of like conduct for Mm -hmm. police officers nationally and once they create that we really need to put you know continue to put laws in place that get those people fired immediately and and make sure they don't go to different places because that's what happens a lot of times in these cases you'll find out they had different conducts across the board like at different Mm -hmm. in different so a a, a lot of things i'm sorry go ahead sean sorry but it becomes one of those things where like if it's we start to uh, compare black on black crime to police brutality yeah. and police crimes. Like, see, like as if one is worse than the other. You know, like right. it's bad. It's bad, it's black bad. people. Yeah. It's right. black bad to kill each other. It's bad for us to be killed by anybody else. It's bad. But then we do this thing. Well, when somebody says something about a police officer killing an unarmed black man or whatever, we'll say, well. We're killing each other in the black community. Mm-hmm. That's the first. It's not like that's a comparison. It's not a comparison. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. A death mm-hmm. is a death. You know, mm-hmm. we it got to stop on all levels. And mm-hmm. and the other thing is that even in our cars, we're not safe. If if not safe in I don't know what to create mm-hmm. for a black man that would make him, that would keep him safe. Because if he reaches for his wallet in his back pocket, he's going for a gun. Mm-hmm. If he reaches for a wallet inside of his glove compartment, yeah, he he's for going for a gun. If he or... reaches for anything, reaches yeah. for, his, like, what is the safety zone? What but you can be like this. If yeah. he does like this, he gets killed. So where is the safety zone for them, for us, for them, for even for the police to understand we're not a threat. We never have been a threat. You put out this whole thing about us being animals and, mm-hmm. and perpetuate this whole thing that we're killing each other. Um, so that's what animals do. So this whole thing, we're not. Like mm-hmm. I've been so, to meetings, talked about it to them, to everybody. And it's still, it happens and it, it makes, it puts me on fire. I hate it. I definitely want to talk more about that because that's a trigger. Um, And so we're going to talk about what your emotional triggers are. How do you notice it? What do you do once you notice it? Thank God I go to therapy um, because I didn't even know what a trigger was. So we're going to talk Mm -hmm. about that real quick. Um, We're going to get real in depth about recognizing triggers with Miss Jessica Gurley. She is a licensed therapist and social worker. And she's going to give you all her beats so that, you know, because you might need therapy, so you never know. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Hold tight. 
Veeam Pittsburgh stands for Voter Empowerment Education and Enrichment Movement. Veeam, V-E-E-E-M, is a faith-based, nonpartisan community organization dedicated to increasing voter turnout in the greater Pittsburgh area with voter registration and engagement events. Find them live on Facebook every other Monday for Veeam Empowerment Mondays, 7 p.m., to discuss any updates on upcoming elections in Allegheny County. Find more at veempittsburgh.org today. Take hey, girl, hey. Girl, so take a sip, take a sip, take a sip. <laughs> I've been sipping all night. Um, it's the Hey Girl, Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Jessica Gurley is our guest, and we've been talking about drama, drama, trauma. Um, mm-hmm. Drama brings trauma. Mm-hmm. Trauma brings trigger is a trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so recognizing our tremors, triggers is, is what uh, we're going to talk about in this final 20. Um, those triggers bring anxiety and mm-hmm. depression and other things. Um, me seeing a therapist regularly, I learned that I had triggers. Mm-hmm. I learned how to tap them out. I learned certain things to help me kind of get through them. I was like, why am I pissed? Yep. Why is my heart racing? What the hell just happened? And I have to go back and think, what was the root of what just, oh, that was, okay, so that's why. Not everybody has that. So Mm -hmm. emotional triggers, bad news, social media, family drama, mm-hmm. relationships or entanglements, mm-hmm. <laughs> criticism, judgment, mm-hmm. money, failure, and just being overwhelmed. I'll share this. I have a, I have a weekly um, feature uh, on a radio station here, but, and it's on their website. But uh, in the process, I have to meet with the program director every week. And my anxiety is mm-hmm. like, because immediately I'm thinking it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. So the mm-hmm. perception that mm-hmm. it's going to be bad causes anxiety. And immediately yeah. I'm thinking about depression. So now I got to climb back out of that thing. But mm-hmm. we're talking about the Black Lives Matter. We're talking about deaths of unarmed black men and women, those things are triggers and bring the anxiety. So uh, what do you do when you notice that your anxiety is being triggered, if that's such a thing, Jessica? I mean, the first thing to do is stop and allow yourself to feel that emotion because our first thing is to usually respond and respond with the five basic emotions. So a lot of you don't know there's a difference between emotions and feelings. Emotion is what you feel like that, that butterfly feeling, the pit of your stomach, like, like you said, the heart racing, the goosebumps and things like that. And so when you feel that emotion come about, just stop. And like you said, figure out where is it coming from? Where, and, and it's just really important to go to therapy to figure out like, when did it initially start? Because um, there's a great meme that's going around. And I don't know who did it. It's one of those ones I don't have nobody's name on. It. I'm trying to figure out who, who created this. That said, if you don't heal, heal your childhood trauma, your relationships will. And I'm speaking yeah. to different types of relationships because, um, you know, something that made you mad when you were younger 
when somebody says it to you as an adult, it has usually has that same sensation in your body in response. And so you're not only responding to it right now, but you're responding to it as a child. And mm-hmm. some people, a lot of people don't know that's what's going on. Like, you know, they typically wouldn't get upset about something, but it like really messed them up and pissed them off because mm-hmm. it was my childhood. It, it, and I tell people, it's always good to learn your triggers in combination of what your core beliefs are. Um, because we all have core beliefs about ourselves and some are negative and some are positive. So, so a negative core belief is I am I'm wanted. People will always leave me. Um, I'm unworthy. Um, people don't like me, things like that. And those statements sit with us a lot of times. So when right. your boss is talking to you about an evaluation, that usually those same little thoughts will pop up. Like um, I'm unworthy or he doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when the projection comes in. You know, mm-hmm. projection is when you think something negatively of yourself and you automatically think other people are thinking that about you. Um, and so it's really important to know the trigger because that is what's going to start the energy and the emotion and the feeling to come up and usually mm-hmm. a response. Um, but it's also important to know where it comes from, where it stems from, so you can, you know, recognize it and start to reduce it and replace it eventually with something positive or something that soothes you because sometimes you know it takes a while for you to start to believe the opposite and I understand that and sometimes I just tell people well let's find a way to soothe it until you truly believe that is not about you and that you you are worthy you know because sometimes I can tell somebody you are worthy you're beautiful and all these things but they have to start to believe it yeah sometimes it's just working on soothing themselves a lot of uh, something that I had noticed and I had also seen this going around like as a meme or like whatever um you know as black people we have to learn to suck it up we're not told to go to therapy you know when something happens even like something as small as like you uh ride your bike and you fall you know what I mean like oh get up brush it off it's okay you know you don't have to cry you know what I'm saying or you know if uh you go a breakup oh it's fine there's other men out there i got a story for you there you know what i mean so it's like why is is that instilled in our heads at a young age you know what i mean and because of that it affects us in our adulthood you know what i mean like we may feel like we don't need to go to therapy or we don't need to talk to anybody we're so like no uh, nonchalant just brush everything off that affects us so why do you think that happens to us like our parents or even older adults or whatever teaches that at a young age they don't realize that it you know it triggers us it gives us that trauma you answered it you know, right there you know as we you know get older Mm-hmm. <laughs> you answered it right there like they don't recognize that it's they don't see that it's wrong and because yeah. it's tradition I, I before you answer Jessica you brought something up I was walking Bo today and I was walking past um uh Gwen's girls on the north side yeah I'm, I'm just gonna say it because dude needs to be shot he needs to be put out there so I guess it was a gentleman who was cleaning up outside and he had a son his son may have been six six and he's yelling at him mm-hmm. come on stop playing stop playing nobody got time for you to be playing the little boy is just six you're telling him to clean up leaves and put the leaves in the trash bag 
Mm-hmm. So a child's imagination is like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to, you know, I'm turning into a dinosaur. You don't know what this child is going through right now mm-hmm. at six years old. And so I told you, stop playing. Stop playing. Yo, yo. I mean, mm-hmm. even Bo turned around like, nigga, what is wrong with you? I'm trying to take a, I'm trying to take a shit. And you sitting there yelling, I can't even go to the bathroom because you got my anxiety. And you know, Bo got anxiety. He a dog. He got anxiety too. So me and Bo, me and Bo sitting around mm-hmm. looking at this dude like, what is wrong? And I saw me looking and did not care. Mm-hmm. and I wanted mm-hmm. to be like shame on you do you realize yeah. the damage that you're putting on this child at mm-hmm. six years old at six years old you're putting so much trauma in this boy's life so like Jerry said why are we doing this even knowing that it's damaging our kids why are we still doing it so this is going to be a horrible one to swallow but- shame, of that, shame on that man for doing that <laughs> yeah damn it um- so Sorry. Some people don't know that they are actually doing things wrong. And I, I, I hate to say that, but it's, it's like, if that's what they're, the way in which they were raised, like you'll hear people say all the time, like my mom whooped me and beat me over my head with a lamp and yep. I turned out fine. And it's just Damn. like, why though? Like, yeah. you could, you know, okay, without the lamp again. I bless you survive. You got beaten in the head with a lamp. Lord. <laughs> so people really just they they go based off of what they know and so if all they know is trauma yelling screaming and that's how you control a child that's what they do and so to Gary's point like this is all generational right and so I think I think this is the generation that we are really trying to heal from our traumas like back then like that was the norm it was to get over things keep chucking everybody went to therapy nothing like that and so I always talk about ourselves in comparisons to cars so Mm. back then basically our parents rolled around on messed up tires beat up cars you know Mm -hmm. no seat belt smoking and they still got to their destination so they're always saying oh I still got to my destination I'm fine but I was just like if I could get a brand new car and not have the trauma and the broken downness I'm gonna get me right right so just because you got to the destination just because you survived because that's survived that's survival that's not left right a lot of our people survived they didn't live let's be correct in saying that um and so if you can get your car fixed and you can afford to put the oil in it and you can go and do your self-care and all those other things do it because i know i don't i want to be riding around in a raggedy car aka my body like i want i want to feel good about myself i want to look good i want to love on my children i want to just be the best person i can be you know what i mean and so they they're just saying i survived it so you can survive it and you got to let them know i want to live there's a difference you know in the words of drake if you if you want to uh quote him but right um, yeah a lot of this and people they truly need to know their history because it does come from slavery it all comes from a lot of things that we went Mm. through information Mm -hmm. was passed down and while it served its purpose then it doesn't serve the purpose now we are in a whole different generation and so we find ourselves educating our old you know our older adults you know what I mean because they really didn't have these things around when they were you know our age 200 years later we are still relating our traumas of today to slavery Mm -hmm. it's still like you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't blame 
my auntie and unky unkies and aunties uh, aunties and uncles who were uh picking cotton you know in in down south on my problems but today i understand it it doesn't mean you blame them but you at least see that that's where it came from that's where that trauma came from because of everything that they had to go through to survive Right. Um, and, and didn't right. see that it was wrong at that time. So with today and the issues that we have today, do you think that cutting people off can help fight those anxieties? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You cut them off as much as you need to. We can always love people from a distance. And, other people, and I tell people all the time, that doesn't mean you don't hold them accountable. You know, at the end of the day, you know, some people do know what they're doing and some people do need to be taught lessons and you have to mm-hmm. teach people so if that's the trigger for you, is that's not the way you want to leave, live your life, you have to let them know, this is what I expect when you're speaking to me, when you, you're talking to my children, when you're coming into my space, this is what I expect from you because I'm not mm-hmm. going to live this life. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I choose to live, not survive. And so right. while do things based off of just what they know, they still should be held accountable. So accountability is love. I truly believe that because it helps people grow. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying, I'm not, you know, fully blaming those things, the, those actions, you know, on our ancestors. Um, but I, all I'm saying is that, that, that foundation is important to know. And I think I posted about this, like, we would look, be able to look at our parents a lot differently. If we think about the fact that they went through, um, you know, overt racism, they went through the crack epidemic, they went through rape culture, it was way right. worse than it is now. They went through yeah. all those things without therapy, without the resources yeah. we have, without right. money, all those things. And so I'm saying, if we just look through it through that lens, we can be a little bit more forgiving and just start to educate them and just, you know, not always being so attacking and trying to tell them, you know, they're wrong for things. Like really think about that trauma that they went through. Um, but they still should be held accountable a hundred percent. I don't want to mm-hmm. take up too much of your time because then we're going to have to pay you for it. So if, <laughs> if you need more therapy from Jessica Gurley, <laughs> you're going to have to reach out to her and that's the end of our show. We got like five minutes, but how can we reach out to you? Is there a website, email address, phone number that you want publicly put out um, there? So my email address is www swcchelp.com. That's the website, not the email. Yes, my website. I'm sorry. My email. <laughs> no, you got to be particular, girl, because you know they be messing it up. No, they be messing it up. On there. <laughs> okay. 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 And if you want to follow me just for my content and just to, you know, get some positive messages, my Instagram is the best account. You can also reach me on there, which is at tritherapy underscore swcc. So What's at the website tri-therapy. again. The website is www.swcchelp.com. Okay. All right. Um, this is LaShawn's part and Jerry's part. We're going to put Jerry on first because LaShawn looks like she's a deer in the headlights. She has to find her information. Jerry, uh, Jessica, I thank you so much for being mm-hmm. on the show today. You know, it's always a pleasure. I love watching your thank posts. You. I'm going to need all of them t-shirts you be making. Yes, <laughs> I got yeah. mine from this summer, but I think I, need I was t-shirt. jacked. Someone jacked me. I was with my aunt when mm-hmm. I saw you at the Harambe. I think she jacked me in my t-shirt. You said the last time she was on the show. You said the last time she. I was looking for it, but I think I got jacked. Yeah, but it's so okay. I'm, I'm going to get I'm another gonna need, one. 
So if you can help us out <clears throat> you know, with the website. I mean, no, nah, girl, we just need t-shirts. We need double X's. We got double X's because we got the girls coming along with us. So yeah, girl. Sunday, if y'all want to stop past, like y'all can all Jerry and the Tatas. Jared, Jared, the Tatas. Oh no, so y'all good. Them Tatas is good at any of those. He'd be like, see therapy. Jared. Therapy. Try therapy. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get me one of them. Not therapy. Oh, hey Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, how how can they how can they catch past episodes? So to catch past episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, we are on the following platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, Anchor FM, uh, TuneIn, Live 365, YouTube. Google, uh, Google Play, Google Play, and um, UrbanMediaToday.com. And LaShawn. And just follow us on social media on all the platforms. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because we are on them. You can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Hey Girl Hey Podcast or Facebook at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast or... Um, on Twitter at girlhey 2018 or you can email us at the hey girl hey podcast at gmail.com or if you have any questions or topic ideas you can call us at 412-799-6128 thank you so much for being here Thank you, ladies. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free. So take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.